Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, October 27th. Tesla has issued an actual recall of just over 24,000 Model 3 vehicles over a seatbelt problem. I say actual recall because there is some context. Earlier this year, the NHTSA issued a series of so-called recalls on Tesla vehicles that were highly reported in major media. What was less reported is that almost all of those recalls were actually a simple software fix in which no customer ever had to take their cars anywhere, and it was all done over the air. The agency is still largely using the outdated terminology and rules to the point that Elon Musk complained against the recall term, saying it was being used unfavorably against Tesla. Nevertheless, the term applies in today's case. According to the NHTSA documents, the recall affects 24,064 Model 3 vehicles built since 2017. In the defect notice, they describe the problem, which appears to have been caused by a series of service issues rather than manufacturing. The issue is specifically the second row left seatbelt buckle and the center seatbelt buckle anchor. The voluntary recall can be addressed in person at one of Tesla's growing service centers. The Tesla CyberQuad for Kids, a small toy ATV, is getting recalled. The toy isn't actually made by Tesla, as I'm sure most of you know. It's made in conjunction with RadioFlyer, who has several other electric kid toys with various branded model fairings, such as a Jeep Rubicon as an example. This one is entirely different in design, but the reason appears to be some sort of technicality, as the Consumer Product Safety Commission is considering the vehicle to be categorized as a youth ATV rather than just a toy, and therefore it would not comply with the safety standards going into the new category. The commission cited an accident that led to reconsideration. They wrote, quote, Radio Flyer has received one report of an incident where the single rider cyberquad tipped over when driven by an 8-year-old child and a 36-year-old adult female, resulting in a bruised left shoulder to the adult female. You can stay tuned for my opinion on the cyberquad for kids. EV charging equipment specialist Wallbox has opened its new state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Arlington, Texas, and Electric was fortunate enough to be brought out on a tour. This new 130,000-square-foot factory is Wallbox's first manufacturing footprint in North America. It'll be used to make chargers for the U.S. market. Wallbox also demonstrated one of the chargers that will be built in Texas, the new Hypernova model, which is a 400-kilowatt-hour DC fast charge, which can add up to 100 miles of range in just five minutes. To grow with the exploding EV market, Wallbox stated that it plans to double its local workforce over the next 12 months. The long-term goal is 1 million units of production by the year 2030. Disney World has announced Thursday that it has installed several new ChargePoint Level 3 fast chargers at Disney Springs, its shopping and entertainment venue. Disney World already has EV charger options at its four locations of Walt Disney World theme parks, Disney Colorado Springs Resort, and Disney Springs, but they have minimal availability. Disney World also provides several EV charging options at hotels, shopping districts, and surrounding areas. However, most of these chargers that have been listed are just level 2 speeds, which is fine if you're a dad and you plan on standing around in the sun all day holding a $50 colorful journal with Olaf on it. But now that Disney has at least some level 3 chargers, they are allowing dads to have an escape option when the car becomes fully charged. Four fast chargers are being installed and operating, with plans to deploy another four in the near future. 
California's Office of the Governor issued a report on the progress of the state's electric vehicle market that shows that nearly 18% of all new cars sold in California were all-electric. Electric vehicles account for roughly 6% of the new car sales across the whole country. Actually, in reality, that number for the whole country would be much lower if California were not being counted in the total. As a matter of fact, this year, in 2022, we have tallied 576,000 EVs in the overall U.S. market, with 250,000 of them being in California. One of the big reasons for California's adoption comes from the wealth of rebates and incentives that California pours onto EV purchases. I'll take a moment to pat myself on the back for buying an EV in a state where there are no incentives. The UN Environment Program just released its Emissions Gap Report 2022, and the news is rather bleak regarding climate change. The 99-page report is titled, quote, The Closing Window, Climate Crisis Calls for Rapid Transformation of Societies. Inside the report, it asserts, quote, The international community is still falling far short of the Paris goals, with no credible pathway to 1.5 degrees Celsius in place. Only an urgent system-wide transformation can avoid an accelerating climate disaster. Now at Electric, we've got a few tips to not only save the planet, but in many ways, save your pocketbook too. And here they are. You can insulate your house, get an electric bike, one of my favorites, turn your heating down, tap into the Inflation Reduction Act rebate for a heat pump, go solar, write to your representative, vote for the planet, of course. You can start composting, never stop learning, and always drive EVs, hopefully sooner rather than later. Okay, it is opinion time, and I have a somewhat scattered thing to say about the CyberQuad for Kids being recalled. I really do find it rather silly that the entire product is going to be recalled because a 36-year-old bruised their shoulder while riding with a child. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. I doubt that the toy was made for adult riders, and I sincerely doubt that Tesla had a radio flyer made for two humans of any size. It's unfortunate that Tesla's video shows Tesla's designer... Franz van Holzhausen, riding one with the kids. I've not read over the owner's manual, but I'm going to guess that there is an age limit, or at least a weight limit, to these toys. I don't know. I think I'm just sad to see it go. It looked like it would have been a lot of fun for a lot of kids. But rich kids. I mean, let's be realistic. In today's community comment found on YouTube, both Rob Clark and a channel called Windward Loop suggested that yesterday's story about Tesla being under investigation probe from the U.S. Department of Justice is an old story. Well, fellas, I'm sorry if that is the case. If you're curious about my role at Electrek, it is to put to voice and video the reports that are made by the writing team, and I haven't found an example yet in which they did not report succinctly and fairly about the topics that they've covered. But in the case of the Department of Justice probe news from yesterday, I looked into it after your comments, and I didn't find anything dating back regarding the Department of Justice, except that Elon Musk himself was catching some heat over some Twitter comments, but that was a long time ago, and it's a well-known story. My wonder is that if some folks in the community are remembering the investigation that was launched in February by a different entity, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This would align with the two commenters from yesterday who were ballparking about a year or a few months. You can let me know in the comment section if there's something that was missed. I'll get back to you in Saturday's installment of Quick Charge, which, by the way, thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.